What's up, my niggas? Welcome to another episode of Bunsy's Corner. I am your host and gracious, the lovely, the automatious. I don't even know if that's a word, but I'm just in a rhyming mood right now. You feel me? The promiscuous. I don't really know if that was the word I would use to describe me. The delicious. You know what I mean? David Bunsy as your host. Thank you guys for being here. Um, I know last episode I had said that it was the 27th episode when it was clearly the 28th, but I just can't count. You guys should know this by now. But welcome back. Another episode, Bunsy's Corner. Um, fuck, man. How have you guys been? It's been a whew, quite a week. Quite a week. Um, I guess before I really get into the show, I want to just first, first and foremost say rest in peace to Virgil Abloh. He passed this past week. He's 41 years old. Uh, and he was privately, shit, sorry. He was privately fighting cancer. Now, if you don't know who Virgil Abloh is, uh, he was the exec, He was an executive at Louis Vuitton. I think that's where he got his start. Um, and then eventually you just started seeing him around the hip-hop culture, whether it was doing collabs with Nike, doing collabs with Drake. Um, an icon. I think that's the best word to help describe this man. Um, an icon, a fashion icon. They had his uh, his vigil um, a couple days ago. Louis Vuitton showed out and they, rep- they represented and they showed love to Virgil. Kanye West was there. Pharrell Williams was there. Um, it was a beautiful scene. Um, it looked like, you know, they, they, they all paid their respects and they, it just seemed like a be- very beautiful moment for a very beautiful hum- human being. Um, of course, all the celebrities who knew him, they all paid their uh, 
homage and respects to him at the necessary times. Um, I, I honestly, I don't even really know what to say. You know, I, I would I would like to say, you know, check on your people and make sure that they're good. But this is the perfect example of, you know, checking on your checking on your people. And it, it, you know, it like it doesn't matter. It doesn't. Sometimes it doesn't. And I only say that because he was fighting it. He was fighting it privately. He's fighting cancer privately. This is the second time now that a public figure, public figure slash celebrity has um, concealed their ailments from the public. Chad, Chadwick Boseman was another one. Was the other one? Was the first one really? No one knew that he was fighting. Uh, I think it was leukemia. I just, people were saying he looked like he was losing weight, and there were all these think pieces on Twitter saying that there was something going on with him as to why he was lo- losing weight at the at the pace that he was. But no one knows, and I and I, I, I that's why I say you know we can check on our people and they'll just say that they're fine and they could be fighting something that you know they're not willing to share because nobody ever wants to feel like a burden nobody ever wants to feel like a bother but i think at the end of the day when you have your circle you know the people that matter most to you and the people that mean a lot to you I think it's important that you try to be as honest with them as possible because they are there for you. They're there for you and they're there to help you get through whatever it is that they that you're going through and vice versa. You help them with shit. So I guess, yeah, you know, at the end of the day, I guess you can still I I should still say, you know, just check on your people because you never really know what someone might be going through. And sometimes, you know, every often it just seems like someone just needs an ear to listen, you know. A lot of us, they don't, a lot of us, uh, we don't take advantage of therapy as much as we should. I'm one of those people. I don't want to sit here and act like I'm casting a stone from high above and that I should, um, you know, like I'm someone who goes to therapy and I don't, I, I probably should, but I just haven't for the exact same reasons why I'm sure you haven't, you know, um, but check on your people's man. This is just really sad to see, um, not even two weeks from uh, Young Dolph's murder. I heard that they found that there was some blog online, some shit blog online, and you, re- you really never really know with those type of um, sources if it's credible or not. But it said that they had found the car that was involved in the shooting of Young Dolph. Um, so I, I just hope that there's some justice from that. You know what I mean? Um, Chadwick Boseman, he would have been, I think, 45 two days ago. His birthday pa- It's just it's. It's been a lot of death lately, I've been noticing, this year alone, um, of just people who look like me. What? Forget the fact that they're celebrities, because at the end of the day, we as people want to leave impact on this earth. We as people want to garner some sort of success. We as people want to be able to move other people and inspire other people. At least that's what I want to do. Those are the three things that I would like to do. I would like to acquire some kind of fame from this pod. I would also like to um, inspire people. That's the biggest thing. I would like to inspire people. I would like to make people laugh on a bit much bigger scale than what I already am doing now. Um, so, you know, it's just it's it's sad to see that black men are. We have to it, it, it's 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 just truly upsetting that we as black men have to fight 
these type of battles um, in private. Yeah. Rest in peace. Young Dolph, rest in peace. Chadwick Boseman, rest in peace. Um, Virgil Abloh, really rest in peace to anyone who's lost their lives um, unexpectedly, unjustly. Uh, this year, it's been a absolute rocket craziness of a year. Um, but I kind of just, I, I, I feel like, I feel like every time I have an episode, it would feel weird for me if I don't address a major figure in this culture that has passed in the hip hop culture, you know, I feel like if I don't address it, I'm not doing a service to myself and I'm not doing a service to you, to you who like, who listens to me. And I, I feel like this is something that it's important to talk about, you know? Um, so rest in peace to those, uh, to those gentlemen and anyone else this year who has lost their lives, especially due to COVID because now like our, I'm fucking hearing that there's a new strain out and it's called the o- Omaricon and niggas on Twitter have already called it the Omarion strain. <laughs> Man, honestly, like, yo, I like Twitter, but yo, fuck off, man. Why are you calling it that? The Omarion strain. Um, yeah, it's just like that. There's now this new strain that's running rampant through the through the world again. It seems like um, California had just announced their first case, and I, I don't know if you know much about California and how they've kind of handled COVID. It's there have been a lot of people who have moved away from LA, um, from the state of California because of just of how they they've handled COVID. And um, a lot of people have actually moved to Texas. Um, I don't know what that's all about, but hey, there must be a reason for it. Um, but yeah, they 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 were uh, the heart of last year. They were like the epicenter for what COVID was. They were not doing great at all in terms of the numbers decreasing um, prior to the vaccine hitting the streets. So LA uh, LA California is just not looking good right now in terms of it. This new strain hitting them. Uh, I think they have. I think they're saying that the new strain originated in South Africa. Also, just more media propaganda. I feel because they're always trying to blame niggas for something. So let's move on because it's just sad fucking shit. Um. Oh. Okay. I think a couple episodes ago I had talked about. Um, remember I played that clip for you guys. <laughs> about the trans person who said that they want to change the you know the meaning for what uh a pedophile is like they don't want not the meaning sorry but they don't want the label to be pedophile for the people who are um touching kids right they wanted to change it to minor attracted person which i got to be honest is still pretty fucking retarded um but amongst you know coming across that video obviously the algorithm is going to start feeding me other shit so i came across this other person which is i'm pretty sure a woman and she has pink hair so i'm sure that tells you all you need to know uh (laughs) and she's on on uh um, it looks like a melbourne uh you know in australia it looks like a melbourne uh news station we'll say uh tv obviously um and the title reads of the video Sexuality expert says parents should ask for consent to change a baby's diaper. Wow. (laughs) Like, once again, in 2021, this is what we use our brain power for. This is what we use all the cells for. This is what we use every last bit of energy and resource that we have. And we're really using technology to try to further some things in the world and advance the earth more than it already is right but now we have motherfuckers like this <laughs> let's, let's just listen oh now you don't want to play you're a real asshole hold on fuck 
Hold on. How young are some of the children you talk to? Uh, we work from children from three years old. We work with parents from birth. From birth? Yeah, yeah. Just about how to set up a culture of consent in their homes. So I'm going to change your nappy now. Is that okay? Insanity. Of course the baby's not going to respond. Yes, Mum, that's awesome. I'd Obviously. love to have my nappy changed. But if you leave a space and wait for body language and wait to make eye contact, then you're letting that child know that their response matters. Jail. How, how young are some of the children you talk to? Uh, we work from okay. three years old. So you guys heard that, right? <laughs> child needs to be changed. And as the parent, you're just supposed to sit there and wait for them to say, it's okay for you to change me. What the fuck are we talking? What are we talking about? What are we talking about? So you're saying that, right? A child can develop diaper rash, um, all kinds of other diseases from not being changed in the timely matter that in the timely matter that they are supposed to be changed in. You're telling me that it's okay that these children um, make these rash decisions for themselves. Um, you think it's okay? You think that it's okay that a child should give um, consent and as to whether or not their parent, legal guardian legal guardian should change their their nappy their binky and the chupi i can't imagine being a parent and thinking i'm going to let my three-year-old make important life decisions these are the only decisions that a three-year-old should be allowed to make i haven't really thought of this but i'm gonna think we're gonna fucking blaze through this right now Three-year-old is only allowed to make, make this is the only decision, the few decisions that a three-year-old should be allowed to make. Honestly, there isn't one that I can think of that a three-year-old can make. Maybe like, what do you want to go for as Halloween? I think that's it. I honestly think that's it because I can't think of anything else that the level of responsibility that a three-year-old can have, I don't think is possible to make any other decision besides what do you want to be for Halloween? I might, I might be off in that, but I think it's absolutely insane and ass backwards thinking to only have, um, to have your child make the decision as to whether or not they should get changed. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I'm, I'm <laughs> what the fuck. Okay. Shut the fuck up, please. Oh man. How have you guys been, though? Um, I noticed it was a uh, it was a fucking American Thanksgiving. Not that I fucking care. I don't I truly don't think. And, oh, OK. All right. I don't know what that all was. Um, I don't really I don't really celebrate Thanksgiving. And I don't think many people that are um, many people of color, whether it's black people, Mexican people, whomever in the States. I don't think a lot of them. A lot of them really celebrate Thanksgiving. Um, I do believe that it's a great time to have off so that way you could see family. It's not so much the celebration of what Thanksgiving represents, which I think is a super important thing, right? Like, I don't think um, none of these holidays, absolutely none of these holidays um, are for modern times, to be honest with you. But, you know, if a nigga still gets time and a half and gets a couple days off, I mean, I'm going to take it. <laughs> you know, like, I'm going to fucking take it. I don't give a shit. Um Fuck, man, I feel like I had so much to get into with you guys that now, you know, I don't fucking know. I've been sad, guys. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm not even going to hold you, man. I've been sad. I've been kind of distant from people. Um, 
and it's not personal. It's just I don't fucking I'm trying to navigate through this time. I'm trying to uh, just get through Christmas, you know, like Black Friday had just passed. It was last weekend. And boy, was that a shit show. Um, thank goodness. Thank goodness. I didn't have. Um, oh, I actually posted, <clears throat> excuse me, a Black Friday video on Instagram. Uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's B-U-N-S-I-E-E. I posted a pretty Black Friday, pretty funny Black Friday video. Just talking about some of the rules uh, you should abide by whenever in my store. Um, I've definitely done some videos like this in the past. I've done for Boxing Day. I've done for um, uh, back to school season. I've done for uh, Black Friday in the past. So, yeah, uh, definitely make some pretty funny videos, I think, on Instagram. You should go check it out. But, yeah, the, the actual weekend itself, Friday was Friday was a shit show. Um, I didn't really have too many oh i fuck all right i guess i could tell you the story so <clears throat> in the store that we you know we work we we didn't have enough space we had some uh 12 toques that were on sale and we had some 18 hats that were on sale now unfortunately space permitting we weren't able to put all the sale stuff where we would have liked to put all the sale stuff so with the toques not all of the toques were on sale and with these certain curved $18 hats, not all of the curved $18 hats, or not all of the curved hats were $18. It was select styles in between each sports. So, for example, if you have basketball hats, uh, the $18 hats, only a select few of them on the wall were $18, right? If that makes sense. Same thing goes with the toques. Not all sports teams, not all uh, sports were a part of the $12. But unfortunately, we have them all on one wall, so we have to put the sign there. But it does say $12 and $18 select styles so now that you have that information i can get into the story guy comes in um he didn't talk to me he talked to my part-timer and the other manager so he talks to the part-timer apparently the part-timer had already told him like yo listen like not everything is on sale bong bong bong. not everything is on sale kind of really ran down the whole sale thing to him and the guy acknowledged and i think that was for the 18 dollars hats i might be wrong in that but whatever moving forward um homie Homie gets to the, the, the $12 tweaks, which are at the front. And he was like, he was like, oh, he grabbed two tukes from the front. Now heads to the cash. Right. So now the guy. So now the part timer is cashing him out and tells him the total. It's more than $24. Cause, right. Because 12 plus 12 is 24. It's more than $24. So the guy is like, what happened? I thought these were on sale. So my part timer is like, as we told you. Not everything on that wall is on sale. You should have asked us what was on sale and we would tell you. So he's like, yo, never mind. I don't want it. And he starts walking towards the front. Him and his girl. Now, I should also be very clear. He's not a big guy. He's a little dude. He's a little dude. He's a little dude who fucking dressed absolutely terrible. Like, he had one of the worst fashion senses I've ever seen. Now, bon man nothing watched next month. You know what I mean? So, with that being said... But the guy was kind of dressed like a leprechaun. I'm going to be honest with you. He was dressed in like olive green. He had olive green hat, olive green vest, olive green shoes. Oh, kiss me, lucky charms is what you can do. So like he really would dress like a leprechaun. Anyway, so him and his girl are now um, walking to the front. And uh, he, you know, he like he's like murmuring, not murmuring, but he's saying out loud, yo, these niggas is trying to finesse me in here. So it's Black Friday. Niggas' temperaments uh, in terms of the employees are it's already on 10. So now the other manager's like, yo, who's trying to who's trying to finesse you? How, how? How are we trying to finesse you? I don't even know what happened, but words were exchanged between them two. Next thing you know, the guy has his hand like a gun. You know, the handgun that niggas do when they try to look uh, aggressive. 
He's like, yo, you know, I'll box you, eh? I think that's a. I, I honestly, I think that's always a terrible idea. I'm gonna be honest with you, honest with you. I think the moment you, the moment you threaten violence, my my whole demeanor changes. Prior to the prior to that threat, I'm just kind of chill. Like I'm just kind. I'm at the embroidery machine, so I'm stitching shit. I'm paying attention, but I'm not really paying attention. But I heard I heard that you all boxy, which for those who aren't of the Caribbean culture, it means I will slap the shit out you. And I, I you know, when I hear that, I kind of like just stand up and I just want to see what he's going to do now. My like you have my attention now. That's what kind of happens when violence is kind of in the midst of things. You have my attention now because I want to see what you're going to do next. You're talking about boxing people. There's four niggas in here that are employees, sir. <sighs> Don't do that to yourself. And that goes to anyone out there. I'm not trying to say that we are out here trying to fight people, but don't go into stores and incite violence because you can get jumped. You can. You can get jumped. And it's it, it can happen. It's happened. It's happened. Don't try to come in being disrespectful. Don't think shit's sweet because guess what? There are more employees in this store that are willing to ride for the people that they love than there are people that are with you. So it can go south, and it can go south very quickly. Um, and then he left. His girlfriend basically dragged him out because I think she could count how many niggas was in there. Uh, <laughs> it just—it wouldn't have looked good for him. Like I wouldn't. I, why would you even put yourself in that predicament? Why would you even want to size up to someone? And you're not even in your in your territory. You think because you're a big man dressed like a leprechaun that you could just jump off or however and whenever you want? That's a terrible idea. But he left. <laughs> he left. He left. He didn't say shit. Um, because, you know, ultimately, what are you going to say? What are you going to do? How are you going to even, um, you know, I don't know. In fucking uh, in news, I know uh, fucking Kyle Bitchenhouse, he was found um, not guilty, which still kind of fucking angers me, but. Can't, can't be surprised. I heard that, you know, actually, I heard something that the university that he was at, uh, he ended up dropping out. Yeah, he ended up dropping out due to some, uh, I think the classmates, like, like, you know, there's power in numbers, right? So if the whole class is like, we don't want this fuck nigga at our school. The dean's going to have to do something. The the superintendent, whoever you call the nigga, the head of the school, he's going to have to make a move that ensures the safety of all their students. So that nigga got the fuck out of there. So I don't really know what he's going to do. To be honest, he's probably just going to have to become a full-blown Republican and work for Fox, Fox News or or uh, Blaze TV with that dumb bitch, Tommy Lauren. I don't even know if she's on that fucking stupid show anymore. Um, or fucking work on Fox or some shit. CNN, one of them fucking goofball shows. Um... Because it, at you being able to function in the world that majority of the world, like the space that majority of the world occupies now, like you wouldn't be able to for being the terrible person you are. Now, with that being said, um, I don't know if you guys remember the Ahmad Arbery case. Um, somewhere deep in the South, I think it was, I think it was Tennessee. Maybe it was Montana. One of those deep South states. States, sorry. Ahmad Arbery was jogging. He was jogging found a newly developed house that wasn't 
fully done. They had like the wood framing and shit, and it almost looked like an abandoned area. That's how much the the the, the place wasn't finished. And he went in and was just looking around, because that's what people do. People will see some shit and just go look around in it. Nobody owns it yet. It's not for any. So you know he. Nonetheless, because I don't want to get too wrapped up in the story of that. These two hillbilly fucks, uh, father and a father and son combo, uh, saw Ahmad jogging. They saw him jogging, and in their their racist pickup truck, they uh, they pulled up to him, pulled guns out on him, asked him questions, and then they shot and killed him. Now, as tragic as that story is. Because boy, is it fucking tragic. It has recently come out that, uh, not recently come out, sorry, but the verdict for those for the for the two fuckheads, they um, they were found guilty. They were found guilty, um, and this this feels kind of good because it's like one of those times where the justice system actually works for people of color. Doesn't happen often. Hell, doesn't even doesn't even have doesn't even happen every so often. But unfortunately, in this circumstance, this is a W. But it doesn't. You know what? It, it's like it's almost like the dub don't feel bigger than the L of losing Ahmad Arbery the way that we lost him. Now, the only reason why I even bring this up uh, because this case happened a year ago um, was because the defense attorney of uh, the two fuckheads had a quite interesting thing to say about Ahmaud Arbery during the case. Fuck, why aren't you playing every single time? Can you guys hold on a second? God, that was annoying. Fucking technology. If there's one thing it's going to do, it's going to betray you when you need it most. Anyways, so this is what she had to say. Ahmaud Arbery into a victim. <sighs> Fuck you. Fuck After you. the choices that he made does not reflect the reality of what brought Ahmad Arbery to Satilla Shores in his khaki shorts with no socks what? to cover his long, dirty toenails. What the fuck are you talking about? She says that him wearing dirty khakis, no socks to cover his quote-unquote long, dirty toenails doesn't properly reflect the reality of the situation. Bitch, you have to be one of the dumbest women I have ever even had the displeasant, displeasant, displeasing, bitch, I hate you, <laughs> okay? I hate you for saying some shit like that. What the fuck just happened to my laptop? The fuck? Why are you acting like that? Anyways, <laughs> I'm telling you, my laptop started doing all this fucking weird shit. Nonetheless, that's what she said. Um, this is some, this is what his mom had to say now. Thank you once again for being with us tonight. I've heard defense lawyers, prosecutors over the last several hours say it was just out of line. What the defense Absolutely. said about your son, the quote, long, dirty toenails. What the, what, like, what the fuck? What does that have you, to do with anything with the case? Mother, it prompted you to get up and leave the courtroom. What was going through your head? me as well um it was very very disturbing i thought it was very very rude to talk about his long dirty toenails and to totally neglect that my son had a 
huge hole in his chest when he was shot with that shotgun. And that's that's it. We don't have to hear anything else. God bless that woman for being strong enough after losing her son to get on national television and say, what the fuck is up with that lady? Long, tur- long, dirty toenails have it's absolute. That's like such a. If if I'm if I'm if I'm the prosecution, after I heard long, dirty toenails, toenails, I would be like I like chicken sandwiches, too. Because I guess we're just saying fucking anything to each other. Having dirty toenails has nothing to do with the case, has nothing to do with the murder that is on that is in question here. Absolutely nothing. You just said some shit because you wanted to discredit this black man, but you're completely oblivion to the fact that he has a hole in his chest from a bullet. It's after hours at that glamorous night spot, and we're taking it easy, swapping personal experiences. Let's listen in America today. Life for the party. Mm-hmm. I almost mm-hmm. It's the life for the party. To think I could have almost died. Go help us. Hey, Miss Donda, you run into my mama. Please tell her I said say something. I'm starting to believe ain't no such thing as heaven's trumpets. No after over, this is it done. If there's a heaven, you would think they let you speak to your son. Maybe she has in the form of a baby's laugh. I heard passing by in a stroller reminding me, hey, keep rolling. Oh, no. Maybe she has with the prick of a blade of grass. I've been laying on way too long. Got me itchy. Got up and roamed a little more. Miss Donda, you see my mama. Tell her I'm lost. You see, she'd always light a cigarette. We talk, I would cough. Exaggerating a little bit so she get the point Trying to get her to stop smoking I would lead and fire up a joint Till I quit, started back up again Twenty years later, all that time Y'all thought a nigga were high Thought I was crazy, my mom She ain't cut no corners, got me back on track I don't miss her overstepping But do miss her showing seven civilian life shit Uh, Miss Donda, see my mama whisper her this the real reason I was geeked to go to church was confess When y'all grown-ups would be in Bible study That girl helping me with my homework Her and I were fucking so pure and perverted So spirit spinning and dirty So on, so on and so on We hope that no one heard it shh, shh. And to this day I think her mama knew But let us explore Miss Donda, you see my father, please ask him why He never married, always smiled, but was he happy inside? Because I carry my mother's name, did he carry shame with him? I'm sure she did it out of spite, was her decision at birth. She she probably would hurt. Ah, poor baby, two young people with different views, a lot for a young lady. No coincidence, they both passed away from heart conditions. There's a dissidence at play, dad and mom do hard division. Three thou, poster child, for big dick niggas raised by their mothers. I'm supposed to smile, as if God knew that I would be trouble. Keeps me around for what I don't know, but I do know that it's crucial that we do so pronto. I don't know how much long, though. Straight from Shibuya on some zen. We back ramped up, we on 10. It's a marathon and look, we coming for the win. Just like Puff told Christopher, we gon' win, bitch. Put the whole family on, look at what my Kim did. Just like Puff told Christopher, we gon' win big. Uh. We gon' win big. Southside gang mentality way heavy. I was thinking out the box, even in a box Chevy. 
And my favorite art teacher name was Mrs. Levy. Around the time I learned to put my feelings to a medley. I ain't turning home for like four months. And I bet she let me, she saw the vision. Yeezy, you special, gon' make your own decisions. And man, that was a good choice. Faith driving us like a Rolls Royce. They tried to take my voice away. I ain't try to take your choice away. I just pray the water break just for my daughter's sake. From a slip up, fake signatures for fake managers. It all damaged ya. Good Lord, give them enough of their own rope to hang them with. The paparazzi never really got what my angle is. They treat my married life like some type of entanglement. My neighbors still just and wonder why I ain't saying it. I can smell the setup, that's a Tupac and Vegas hit. I reveal myself and some don't know what to make of it. Gotta set himself to make sure that the baby live. And if they ain't here, then tell me who gonna say this shit. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a goddamn minute. Let me stop playing with it. Ha! In the land with it, hot in the land with it In the damn pandemic, nerve of Uncle Sam Gotta have his damn hand in it Listen, straight from Shibuya on some zen I'm on 10, it's a marathon and look we coming for the win Just like Puff told Christopher we gon' win, bitch Put the whole family on, look at what my kin did Just like Puff told Christopher we gon' win big uh. We gon' win big What? Do y'all feel me? Really? Get off scot-free, I'm talking really. Get off our knees, that's if you're with me. Get off your knees, that's if you're with me. Get off your knees and let's get free. Get off your knees and let's get free. Really, I mean really. Really, I mean really. I need release. I don't need police. I'm like nigga police. Y'all can't hear me. I'm a me, for the real me, for the real me, I've been winning. It's something that you completely glossed over. You, de- as the defense, you are. It's your job to prove that your client is innocent, right? I get that because lawyer. I feel like the job of a lawyer is so morally the 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 potential for being morally corrupt is so high. Like the ceiling for being morally corrupt is so high. No matter what side, no matter what side you're on, on whether you're the prosecution or you're the defense. You're going to have to sacrifice a lot of your stuff. Um, I've had the fortunate opportunity to uh, speak to a couple lawyers. 
Um, I've met a couple lawyers also, and a lot of them have said that they hate the job because of what it demands from you. And I thought that was very interesting. I was like, oh, what do you mean? They're like, well, morally, you have to do and say some shit in litigation or mediation that you're not proud of. And I said, wow, like that, it must take a real special type of personality to be able to be a lawyer, right? And they're like, yeah, actually, you're going to have to sacrifice some things to be a lawyer. You're going to have to understand that the law comes up ultimately comes above what you think of people and your biases of people it's a crazy system isn't it though <laughs> when you really wrap your head around it it's like it's a crazy system you can't trust the police you can't trust the lawyers you can't trust the judges now i'm not going to sit here and say i'm i'm old enough and educated enough to know that not all police are are, are awful people um not all uh not all uh you know lawyers are bad people not all judges are bad people and this is the whole thing with the abolish you know like you ugh, fuck I, I swear to god there's a lot of you performative niggas and bitches out there that really piss me off on social uh social web dating websites and i'm probably gonna get uh heat for saying this shit but i don't give a fuck the all cops are bastards thing can we talk about that real quick why are okay hold on a second because I want to word this correctly, but I also don't want to make it seem like I'm ignorant. Why do police only get. OK, I, I, let me start here first. I understand that police abuse power and they take advantage of abuse situations and they do more than they fucking need to in terms of arresting someone or uh disarming someone i think that whole program needs to be refurbished i think that whole program needs to needs a look over a million times over without a doubt why don't we have the same energy for firemen for when someone for when they don't save someone's house from burning down or when they don't save someone from a burning building I don't know. I'm not, I don't, I think that was a terrible analogy. Now that I said it out loud, that's a terrible, and it's, let's cut this whole thing. I guess what I'm trying to say is, right, is, and I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I, I, I can't preface this enough. I'm not an apologist for police whatsoever. I do not like police. The vast majority of them are pretty terrible human beings. But unfortunately, there are ones that are, Here's the thing. The people that are police, I don't think that they're bad people. I think the job itself, it's a noble profession, but it's flawed. Be well, and here, here's why. You, as a police officer, law enforcement, you are, it's in the title, you enforce the law. You are here to protect a system that was not built to protect the people that you are killing mercilessly if that helps so i don't think the people are so much bad terrible racist bigoted whatever prejudice i don't think it's that all the time that we see it i think a lot of times what it is is these noble people are put into a position that's they're probably going to fail and i.e being a cop you can't you can't Being a police officer 
is not an easy job. I think we can all agree to that. I don't care how you feel about police. I think at the end of the day, we can all agree that being a police officer is not an easy job. Every day you're going out there and you have family at home and they do not know when, if or when you're coming home. So I can understand the stress level um, being someone who's married to a police officer or being a police officer uh, yourself. I understand it. I don't know. I don't know how I I don't know why I have compassion for these people, but I think it's for the ones that. Listen, there's never 100 percent of something that's bad. Nothing in this world is 100. You know what I mean? But, I, you know, I guess we should never really focus on the the small part of it because that doesn't further the conversation. We should only speak in general terms. See, look how quick I'll have one point and then just switch it. Because <laughs> it's a nigga rambling. Play some fucking music, man. Do you still take a long time to get ready? Because you used to make too much out of that kind of stuff. And you turn your head around and it kills. Because the dress looks nice on you still. And it always will outweigh a long time. Catching up. No, we don't have to patch things up. Just turn the lights down. The thrill. Cause the dress looks nice on you still. And it always was on.
ready, turn around Willing, able, cards on the table And I'm believing what we found If we can't trust the love in us There'll be no looking back, no looking back, no If there's enough, it's not we touch working on an intro um by the way for Bunsy's blunder i have the instrumental already but i'm gonna do some lyrics over the instrumental i'm sure you guys have heard it in um past episodes i'm definitely going to 
have that intro by next episode um because why the fuck not <laughs> but yeah hold on let's get right into bunsy's blunder of the week um fuck i had it and now i lost it give me a minute please why don't you love me baby oh my god real quick i just want to touch on this real quick but wife of uh nasty fuck jeffrey epstein is that his name? Is it Jeffrey or Joseph? It's one of them niggas. Epstein, his wife, Ghislaine Maxwell, uh, the trial had started a couple days ago. Um, and, yo, I don't know in what context because I'm not that invested in this. Um, that's a lie I am, but I'm, I'm just lazy. I don't want to read shit. <laughs> She's already brought up Trump's name and Biden's name. Or, no, sorry, and Bill Clinton's name. Two nasty fucks. So... Uh, that's something that, yeah, like if you are interested in it, uh, 100%, I would uh, pay attention and keep paying attention because this is going to be, I think, trial of the year. That's that's my um, that's my that's my uh, thing. Sorry, I'm reading this. The but the blunder. Um, OK, so I, I had this this girl. She 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 had a, a hinge profile and there were a couple things that she had said on her profile one i had posted um on instagram once again follow me on instagram guys bunsy b-u-n-s-i-e that's where you will see a bulk of the bunsy's blunders content so uh she lives close to me i don't remember her name because i only i only fucking screenshot the, the the absolute insane things that she was saying um i, I should also preface that she's not good looking she's murked once again, guys, she I know that I'm not the prize. I'm no prize. I'm medium ugly. I know where I live. But this girl's murked. Not because she's fat. Not because she doesn't she did not know how to dress, but because her face was just murked. Now, someone being murked is subjective. I get that. But she was murked. <laughs> <laughs> and couple of the so the one that I had posted on Instagram, she said so you know for those who don't know Hinge, um, offers prompts and you either reply to the prompt or you continue on the sentence to answer the question for your profile right. So she says the prompt was you should not go out with me if right and then she answers it by saying if you don't watch BBW porn. And, you know, it's not, listen, it, it, you being a big girl, it, it doesn't bother anyone. Or at least it don't bother me. Okay? I like big girls. It's cool. I like big girls. I'm attracted to them. I fucks with them. So, I guess my issue isn't the, you know, you shouldn't go out with me if you don't watch BBW porn. It's, why would you say that? A friend of mine, she got my DMs because I had posted it on Instagram. She got my DMs. She was like, well, at least she's being honest um, that she's a big girl. And I said, OK, yeah, I guess. She was like, yeah, it'd be better that you knew what she was as opposed to her lying to you. I'm like, OK, but there's a, probably a better way to describe that. I mean, I didn't say that to her, but I probably should have. You know, like when you're having a conversation with someone, you don't realize the good shit that you should have said until afterwards. This is one of those moments. But I started thinking to myself, I was like, man, why? It's it. it, it, it uh, I'm Chris Delia now. Uh, like, it's not. You don't have to portray the message like that. 
That and that's the only thing I'm reacting to. If you're a big girl looking for, yeah, I get it, I get it. But why is the the threshold and the gauge line BBW porn? You could have just easily said, "Hey, if you don't like big girls, don't swipe right on me." That's it. You could have made that. You could have made the message um, less flamboyant and flagrant as you needed it to be. You know what I mean? Now. Not only did she say that, but then she also doubled down on the bullshit. I scrolled down on the profile a little bit more and was another prompt. And it says, I'll brag about you to my family if you have a BWC. Now, for all the normal people out there, <laughs> for all the normal people out there, BYC, BWC stands for big white cock. <laughs> what are you doing honestly what are you doing i've seen her on on uh tinder before and she would her prof, her uh bio used to say um looking for a sexy man who loves big girls i'm not gonna lie as in as an insane request as that is i that's that's that that reasoning is much more preferred than not liking bbw porn do you understand is this is this making sense to any of you guys like am i because i don't want to i don't want to you know me guys i don't ever want to um be flagrant i don't ever want to be an asshole sorry i don't know why i got so low just now i'm just saying like this was just not what are you doing you can convey these messages a lot better than how you than how you did i think i don't think you're going to get the results that you want ma'am like, I, I don't, but I'm not a dating coach, so don't listen to me. And that was this week's Bunsies fucking blunders. Jesus have mercy. This other girl had said, the key to my heart is pay my rent. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I kind of laughed at that. So I'm thinking, oh, she did this to be funny. I hope. Because <laughs> there are a lot of women out there who who uh, just expect men to pay their rent uh, just because, which I thought was pretty interesting. But, um, yeah, that there's that. Oh my god, y'all, I am absolutely sick. I heard Rihanna's pregnant. Is that is it real? Is it real? Cuz I'll cry right now. I will cry right now. I want someone Yo, can just real quick cuz I'm going through my screenshots again and I had other blunders. I want someone who likes fat bitches. That right there. That's a much better way to say I want someone who likes big girls as opposed to someone who doesn't like BBW porn. Like, what the fuck are you doing with that BBW porn stuff? Big white cocks. What are you doing? You're a big girl. She, this girl here, this is a completely different girl. She says, I want someone who likes fat bitches. She knows what she wants. You could have, you could have said that a lot better, but you chose not to. And now you're not going to get the results you want. You fucking <sighs> thick as fuck. You women, <laughs> I'll just be lying. I swear, often, 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 there are women who have this very deluded uh, uh, image of themselves. And hey, if that's how you want to rock, that's how you want to rock. But yo, you, you, uh, I don't even know if I can say it because I'm, I'm a cisgendered male. <laughs> hey, boy. I want to play a TikTok for you guys. Don't ask me, man. I'm, I've been into TikTok lately. I haven't posted anything. I don't plan on posting anything, but I've just been going down the absolute uh, deepest holes, pause, 
on TikTok, and I came across this one Jamaican lady. <laughs> Her name is Julie Mango. J-U-L-I-E-M-A-N-G-O. Uh, if you don't know how to spell mango, you're a fucking R-word. So uh, <laughs> she has... Um, I'm just going to play this video for you. And if you're a Caribbean person, this is going to be something that you very much understand. Because uh, this shit had me cracking up forever. This one is when you cook food for your Jamaican mother. When you cook for your Jamaican mom. Jesus, that no poison. You see the spot them around the glass? They put any lime in the rinsing water. How much butter you put in the rice? Yo, like, can we talk about, like, listen, her... Obviously, she's Jamaican, right? But the, the accent is so spot on. I wish you guys could see the video. The mannerisms are so spot on that everything that she is saying is something that I've experienced. Put so much salt in the food. Mm -mm. Tastes like it doesn't made it marinate for two minutes. You must leave it overnight, you know. Kind of tough. When you're cutting up the meat, you must make sure you don't cut the bone. Because when you cut the bone, you're going to split it. They got toothpick, please. <laughs> the, te the teeth suck the... Oh, my God. You use cornstarch in the gravy or flour. Manas. This have way too much salt. The 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 salt complaint has always been a thing, and I don't think we'll ever go out of style. I tell you that when you use the cornstarch in the gravy, you don't need to use as much. It's too sweet, man. You're trying to diabetes. That's the. It don't matter. It can never be too salty, and it can never be too sweet. At this point. It's just complaints. The powder seasoning you use, you can taste the powder. <laughs> you have to use the lime and rub down the glass to get rid of the spots there. I, is that a real thing? Because I've never actually tried it. The lime, using lime with water. and Or maybe it's lime juice, I think it is. And you just rub down the glass to get the spots off. Is that a real thing? I've never tried it. I'm probably going to try it. They say that they're not that hungry. But the plate that you gave them is absolutely motherfucking cleared. Ain't shit left on the plate but some sauce. Okay, let me say. Let me come. You didn't bake any cake? Feel something sweet. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, like that. I've been on her page damn near all week. Just having a fucking laugh on TikTok. Her name is Julie Mango. She's so fucking funny, man. And if you are a Caribbean person, more or less a Jamaican person, this is comedy that you'll definitely understand, man. And it's, it's good to see uh, a Jamaican woman uh, do the thing, them. So, yeah, it, big up to her, man, because she definitely does her thing on TikTok. It's Julie Mango again. Uh, check it out for sure. Um, she just wanna
God of Nazareth But your flood can be misunderstood War telling me they full of pain resentment Need someone to live in, I'm just a relief tension Me, I'm just a tenant Landlord said the wall vacant more than a minute The wall of vulnerable Exclamation, interior pink, color coordinated I interrogated, every nook and cranny I mean it's still amazing, before they couldn't stand me These walls wanna cry tears These walls happier when I'm here These walls never could hold up Every time I come around, demolition might I don't know how long I could wait in these walls. I've been on the streets too long. Looking at you from the outside in. They sing the same old song about how they was always the cleanest. I beg to differ. I must have missed them. I'm not involved. I'd rather diss them. I'd rather call on oh, you. Put your wall up. Cause when I come around, demolition go. If is so important. Walls telling you to listen to sing about me. Retaliation is strong, you even dream about me. Kill my homeboy and God spared your life. Dumb criminal got indicted, same night. So when you play the song, rewind the first verse. About me abusing my power so you can hurt. About me and her in the shower whenever she horny. About me and her in the after hours of the morning. About her baby daddy currently serving life. And how she think about you until we meet up at night. About the only girl cared about you when you asked her. And how she fucking on a famous rapper. Walls can talk, talk, talk. Diamond chain is on, still nothing set in stone 
women ball sweaters that I spray with my cologne And tell me don't forget them and I promise that I won't Feeling so distant from everyone I've known To make everybody happy I think I would need a clone Places we get flown, parties that we thrown I done more for this city than these rappers that have blown It's only been three years, look at how I've grown I'm just in my zone, I call this shit the calm yeah, but I'm the furthest thing from calm Dedicated to my mom And I swear my word is born Everything will be okay And it won't even take that long You can see it in my face Or even read it on my palm Leader of the new school is proven and it's known I'm sitting in a chair But in the future it's a throne I know you like to worry It'd be better if you don't Cause, you know Everything gonna be alright I promise Apologize to you know Put y'all in this position, vent to y'all, but 40 mom always say, don't ask permission, just ask forgiveness, you know? So, forgive me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I said. Uh, life is so insane. Look what I became, trying to make a name. All my first dates are interrupted by my fame Because every picture taken is a fan that you can gain They love it when you smile, unaware that it's a strain It's a curse you gotta live with when you wanna entertain Women need attention, therefore women will complain Develop hatred for men and say that you're the one to blame Try and draw myself with tears in Miami at the game I just wish he knew how much it really weighed like Dwayne It's a weight that's on my chest, whoever's spotting me is playing So I'm lifting all alone, trying not to get a sprain Hoping Western Union doing currency exchange Cause my dad called and got me feeling guilty and ashamed Like how I had a rose and I went and got a range And he paying for his cigarettes with dollars and some change Damn and I can only feel his pain Cause in Memphis, Tennessee There's only so much to attain So I'm filling out the form at the counter once again He say he love me I just hope he doesn't say that shit in vain I'm why your girl heart is in a slang Call me heartbreak Drake I'm the hardest one to tame As a man I'm just honest As an artist I'm a king With my own set of problems That be sitting on my brain Yeah and see, this is the thing What they viewing is bragging Is the way that I maintain The shit I write while staring out the window of a plane Is the single-handed reason I remain Me Yeah Uh I said I call this shit the calm Ah, oh, Christmas right around the corner, ain't it? We're here December 1st. And it's it I have I have no idea what I'm doing for Christmas yet. I'll tell you right now, ain't nobody getting shit. <laughs> y'all niggas, I am broke. I got I ain't got shit for y'all, man. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. I like I, I, I wish I were at a place financially where I could buy people that I love gifts. Sorry, don't have it in me. I owe a lot of money to different places right now and i don't have the money i even work into the two jobs i don't have enough money to just buy people shit this year so sucks the roni's been hard on all of us man as i said earlier the new fucking strain is coming hopefully they give us another lockdown i'm gonna keep it a bean with y'all because y'all know how i feel about these motherfucking lockdowns give me another lockdown give me a lockdown right now and keep it until we go back into summer I'm going to keep it even more of a bean with y'all. If that's how life were to operate moving forward, I would be the happiest person of all time. You shut down. Everything shuts down during the winter. 
Obviously, the essentials stay open, grocery stores, food places, all that shit. But malls close down, bowling alleys, movie theaters, bars, all that other shit, recreational shit. All them places close the fuck down during the winter months. And then we reconvene. Uh, we reconvene in like April, March, April. Fam, I said this last episode. It snowed. I got two stories for you. Okay, I got. I, oh, actually, the one story kind of leads into the next story. So I'll get to the, the first story. Now, I don't know if I've ever mentioned to you guys, but I never work Sundays. I almost hate having to ever work Sundays. Sundays to me are the, the Lord's Day. Now, I'm not religious, but I'm going to use it to, <laughs> to not work. I'm, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm religious to not work Sundays, but I'm saying is that I feel absolutely useless on a Sunday. That's just me. I, I feel like I, I do believe that uh, customers are the, their most dumbest. Um, whenever I answer the phone, people don't know how to speak. I had this fucking idiot last Sunday when I worked asking me, what store is this? Nigga, you called me. <sighs> so Sundays are just not for me. Me and Sundays are like women in accountability. <laughs> No, but a dead ass. Like I, I don't I don't mesh well I don't mesh well with Sundays, right? Unfortunately, I had to work last Sunday. I had to work from twelve to eight. Um I had already known about the shift weeks prior, so it wasn't that big of a deal for me. Uh it was kind of stressful, but you know, it, it is what it was. But the story really starts from Saturday night. I get home from the mall, because uh, I had to go to the mall um Saturday night and like another mall, not the one that I work at. And uh, oh fuck, yo! I real quick, I bought these really nice pillows, two for thirty, from I think the name of the place is Quilts, etc. Which I got to be honest, is a terrible name for a store. But they sell these; they were selling these uh, two two for thirty pillows, feather pillows. Oh my god, they're the fucking best. Anyways, I don't want to get too much off topic here. So Saturday, go to the mall, come home around nine ten. I I roll up, I smoke, I chill. I, you know, I'm just you know on the game or whatever wallowing in my sorrows right because i'm sad so <laughs> so i go to bed uh i think i fall asleep at like one or two because i don't start till 12 the next day so i'm like i have i have enough time i can get up i can shower get my day started boom get to work around 3 a.m my mom busts into my room she's like wake up and as i'm waking up because i'm a light sleeper right? i i'm not like a super deep sleeper um I'm hearing the fire alarm go off in the uh, in the apartment. So I'm like, fuck, I don't like any of this. So my mom was like, oh, the fire alarm's going. Do you think we should go outside? So I go to her room because she has like the best view for the outside. It's right at the back of the building. So I look outside and I see mad people outside. So I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. put on your clothes and let's let's start making our way outside. So um, we we get we get ready. I open up the front door. It's just smoky. And I'm like, fuck, like this better not be how I go out. <laughs> like I, 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 I can't, I can't die like this. So we start making our way downstairs slowly, but surely my mom, she doesn't have the greatest knee. So I'm making sure that I'm bracing her. Uh, you know, as we're walking down the stairs, we get outside. Now I should also mention, this isn't the first time that we've had a fire in the building. Like there was a legitimate fire. This wasn't the, this wasn't even the first time this year that we had a fire where someone's apartment got absolutely blacked out by charcoal and burnt Earl Crisp. Back in January, the exact same thing happened this this past January. 
So now we're now I'm now I'm like I'm so fucking tired. And when I'm like that level of tired, I'm talking Harry Potter and the Sleepy Hollows tired. Like, <laughs> like I'm so fucking sleepy that anything that's coming into my ears right now, I don't give a fuck about. So we're all sitting in the in the lobby. Some people are outside. Some people are in their cars. Wherever people are, me and my mom are in the lobby. We're just chilling. Now there's a lady. I think I've mentioned this lady too before. She has these two demon dogs who fucking they bark every chance they get at me. I'm sitting next to them, and it's like, they, these are brand new dogs. I'm like, holy shit, like, do these dogs love me now? So whatever, I'm hearing the lady talk, and she's like, oh, my God, my apartment got flooded. I lost everything. Blah, blah. She's, like, talking to my mom. So my mom is sitting to the left of me. The lady's on the right, but she's standing up with her family, and they're talking, and I'm just staring blankly into space. I can hear everything, but the, I don't have any fathom to give a fuck. I don't have any fat. Like, I, I couldn't care. Like, lady, I'm sorry. Okay. Looking back now, I was being pretty shitty. I can, I can admit that. Looking back to Saturday night, early Saturday, Sunday morning, I was being pretty shitty to the lady. She was just telling me about how her apartment got flooded out. She lost everything. I don't even think she, the bitch was uh, 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 insured. And I'm sitting there like, I could not give a flying fuck about anything that you have to say. And I, I kind of felt bad about that. Um, I was thinking about it a couple days ago. I was like, man, I felt kind of bad that I was being pretty shitty to that lady. Um, but in the moment, I, 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 I'll, I'll be honest with you. I really did not give a fuck about anything this lady was tell, telling me or my mom. I kind of just wanted everyone to shut the fuck up. It's like, you ever been on a flight and there's always that one person, like it's an early morning 6 a.m. flight, and there's always that one person who's talking loud as fuck? Like, everyone else has the understanding on the plane that we should be quiet because this is an early morning flight. People are going to try to sleep. Now, here comes fucking Brad on his fucking Bluetooth uh, making a phone call before a takeoff. Like, dude, shut the fuck up forever. It's not hard. Just yap your mouth and then shut it. Don't ever say anything again. So <laughs> that's basically how I'm looking at this lady. And I felt bad after about a few hours. So I didn't get back upstairs into my apartment up until I would say seven-ish didn't matter because I didn't fall asleep till about 8.30 anyways. Remember, I still got to go to fucking work. I still got to go to work uh, in a few hours. Not tomorrow or later on. In a few hours. I slept for maybe two hours. That The plans for me to get up and shower went right to shit. I woke up at, I was supposed to start at 12 and I woke up at 12.15. So I still had to get ready. I Looking back, I should have just showered. I was already late. I'm like, I should have just fucking showered and been super late. But I got to work super exhausted, super fucking tired. I'm talking like I cannot believe that I am as tired as I currently am right now. Like, And I was having one of the crankiest of days. The crankiest. The crankiest. I'm talking any customer that was saying anything to me that kind of resembled, uh, uh, what's the word? Spiciness. You were getting blazed. I didn't give a fuck Sunday. Sunday, I didn't give a fuck. And even with staff, anyone that said anything to me that I didn't care to hear, <clears throat> they were getting blazed because of how like actively tired I was. Sunday was not a good day, but it's okay because Monday was a better day. Tuesday was a better day. Wednesday, we're here today. And Wednesday is a much better day. We're having great days. And I think to say, <laughs> I guess I say all that to say is, you know, you're always going to have bad days. You might even have a stretch of bad days. You might have a bad week. But always try to keep the attitude that tomorrow is not going to be like the day before. So ultimately, 
like I've always tried to be is better than yesterday. That's it. Oh man. I did you guys hear about the I'm sure by now you've heard about the Dave Chappelle controversy, right? With Netflix. I think I even talked about it a few episodes ago. How the trans community is very upset at Dave Chappelle's humor, his last special, and even the specials in the last, I think, three years that he's done, right? Um, I think he's at, what, five specials with Netflix now, I think? I think he's at about four or five. Um, And throughout the entire uh, series, he's definitely taking jokes at everyone, including trans people and the trans community, including the LGBTQ community. Very adamant against it, and they're not for it and for the jokes. Um... (laughs) <laughs> the f- the main front runner, or uh, I guess you could say the person who was kind of calling for Dave, Chapp- Dave Chappelle's cancel uh, was a trans woman uh, by the name of Ashley Marie something. Um, and I talked about her on the last episode, and I said that, you know, she was saying that you can't be allowed to say these things. You should be held to a higher standard, blah, 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 blah. But then people were digging back on her old Twitter and the things that she was saying about Latin and Asian people and white people were some of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. So I think her hypocrisy got her the fuck out of here. Um, but now some more news. A couple more things have kind of come out in the last week or so. Um, the front runner who worked for Netflix, who is a trans person who was obviously adamantly against uh, Dave Chappelle and his specials, and they, she kind of wanted them to be removed from social media platforms, or not social media platforms, but from specifically from Netflix. Uh, she resigned. She resigned. I wonder why. Maybe it's because you're a fucking idiot. I don't want to be mean. Let me take that back. Maybe it's because you knew that you were wrong. Maybe it's because deep down you know that everything that you had said about this man in the last, I don't know, however long that you've had this disdain for this black man that you were wrong about. You know what's crazy? Throughout this entire debacle, this entire thing, with Dave Chappelle being transphobic, Dave Chappelle being this, being that, being that, and the third, in almost every think piece that I've read that people have their opinion negatively about Dave Chappelle, they always forget, or, you know, when people are alleging that Dave Chappelle is transphobic, they're always leaving out the idea and the story of his friend Daphne. How convenient is that? If you don't know, I, I don't want to give it away. Dave Chappelle tells a very touching story about a friend of his, Daphne, who was a trans, who is a trans person, um, and they did comedy. And I think it's very telling that he told that story as beautifully as he told it, and the trans community kind of just dismissed it. They don't even acknowledge the fact that he talked about Daphne, I've noticed, which is very peculiar to me it's very one of those selective argument things where i'm gonna take this part of this and use it to fuel my narrative and fuel my argument but you have this other thing that's going to completely destroy your argument which is daphne she's the polarizing figure in everything that's happening with dave Chappelle. she's really been the i don't think enough people have kind of caught on to what the trans community is up to but they you know they unfortunately they have not acknowledged daphne they, and because and you want to know why I think this is going to be a hot take. The reason why I think that they haven't acknowledged Daphne, right, is because that would that would then mean that the people because uh, fuck it, I got to give it away. If you haven't seen the Dave Chappelle special by now, then I can't help you. Daphne was a friend of Dave Chappelle who wants to who was starting to do stand up, right? 
Dave Chappelle described her as being one of the worst comics he's ever seen, but he made a joke out of it, right? <coughs> she had, she, um, Dave Chappelle had said something a few years ago about um, trans people. I think it was a joke. I don't really remember, but she said something. She defended him publicly on Twitter. And do you want to know what the LGBTQ community did? They berated her. They abused her. They vo- they verbally abused her. They, they, they downplayed everything she was saying, and they hated her. And they were so angry to her that Daphne killed herself. I think that's why that community doesn't acknowledge Daphne. Because then that would mean that your own people bullied someone so much that they took their own life. And that wouldn't make your narrative, your argument look good at all. But it's easier just to say the black man's transphobic, right? That he's, he's homophobic. He hates this community. He has disdain for this community. You fucking hypocrites. I swear to God, like, it doesn't make, how could you not, how could you have the, that's my whole thing too. Is I don't feel like anyone who has an issue with Dave Chappelle um, has seen any of his standups. That's me. That's me. I don't, I don't know. It even recently came out. Um, the story kind of changed, I think, within only 48 hours of each other. But Dave Chappelle, his old high school, the Duke Ellington, Duke Ellington Art School of Arts, they were going to make change the theater in his name. Um, and then recently it had come out to say that, oh, they were not going to do it anymore because of all the backlash. But now the school had come out and said, oh, we're still doing it, but we're just postponing it, which who knows what that means. Apparently they're postponing it till April of next year. I don't like the fact that people uh, that, that, you know, that people are running with this this uh, this idea that jokes are harmful. Jokes are violence. By that logic, I've talked about this before, but by that logic, all words are violent. (laughs) What are we talking about? Words are not violent. And I need whoever's listening. I need you to understand that words are not violence. They do not equate to violence. They never have and they never will. And that's that. That's that. I don't, I don't, I feel like I've talked about that enough. Like, um, it's just every week that there's something kind of coming up about it. And I just always felt the need to, uh, you know, felt the need to bring it, bring it, bring it, bring it, uh, bring it up. Oh, I got another story. See, look at how the story just be coming up. This is nothing Dave Chappelle related, nothing trans related. And just as a disclaimer, I want everyone, I, I want everyone to, you know, what's the word? I don't have anything against trans people. I love trans people. I know a bunch of trans people. It, I just, and that sounded very like bullshit of me just now. <laughs> you know, when someone says like, yo, I have black friends and shit. Oh God. I don't think less of trans people. I respect them. Um, I, I, I can see the struggle that they have to go through, whether it be mentally, physically, societal. Um, and I stand with that community. I do. I, I, I would like to say that I'm a, a distant, a distant ally because I don't know what I'm supposed to do in order to support. I just know that I can when I do encounter someone from that community, I just treat them res- with respect and the same basic human decency that I would sell anyone else. That's it. That's, that's how I operate. You know, that's how I operate. I treat I treat everyone like, you know, you're like you're a decent human being until you give me a reason to not. You're cool with me. Um, but this story is covid related. I feel like I could kind of bounce back between the covid and 
work and stuff like that. I'm sorry, guys, if this episode is also a little all over the place, but you can go fuck yourself. You already know how I give it up, man. It's just a nigga rambling. <laughs> but this happened at work uh, a couple days ago, actually. This fucking loser. I swear to God. It was a... It was a uh, I'm just going to tell the story. So me and my part-timer were there chilling. Guy walks in. Obviously, he's white. And he's like... He's, he, he starts... At, he asked me a question. He's like, oh, I called earlier about the hat cages. And I knew who it was because I had spoken to him on the phone. That was me, right? So I'm like, bong. I'm like, oh, yeah, we, we got him. But th- where's your mask? Oh, this was on Sunday, actually. <laughs> this was on Sunday. So in the midst of me not having a great day... um. I'm like, yo, where's your mask? He was like, oh, I got to put one on. And we're like, yeah. And he's like, why? And my part-timer just walked away. And he was like, I'm not getting, I'm not, we're not going to get into this with you. Like, I'm not getting into this with you. He's like, oh, well, why do I have to get it? I'm double vaccinated. And we're like, okay. So then he puts the, he's like, oh, you're one of, the, and then he, he was like, oh, you're one of those guys, huh? You're one of those people that actually believe in this stuff. And I just put my head down and just shook my, I just shook my fucking head. Like I put my hand in my eyes and I just shook my head. I, Cause at this point in the day, I've already blazed enough people and I don't really care enough to keep going with everyone that's pissing me off. So I'm kind of like on idle mode. So we sell this like hat case where you can like put in the dishwasher or washing machine. It's made out of plastic. You know, you just put your hat in it. You put it in your dishwasher washing machine and it cleans the hat, but it also keeps the frame of the hat. That's also very important, right? Um, but it's plastic. So homie was asking me, oh, um, yeah, you know, I, I, um, I had bought one of these before. And when I put it in the dryer, it melted. And I said, what? I said, why would you do that? He looked at me with all seriousness and said, why wouldn't I? I said, sir, do you know what heat does to plastic? Like, did you, is that not common knowledge? He's like, what do you mean? I said, heat melts plastic. You fucking R word. Now, I didn't say that last part, but he knew what was up. Like, I'm, 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 this is the season where I'm not tolerating no dumb, I'm not tolerating dumb shit. You are, you, 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 okay, so this is, this is what was so baffling about this whole interaction. You didn't, you don't believe COVID is real. Right. Like you don't believe COVID is real because you had said to us, oh, you're one of those people that that actually believe in this shit. All right. So that means that you don't believe in this stuff. All right. So you don't believe in COVID. You don't believe the thousands of deaths that Canada has accumulated in the last uh, damn near two years. You haven't you haven't believed in the the international deaths. You haven't believed in any of the uh, domestic deaths. It's all just a myth. And it's all being it's all propaganda. Right. You fucking R word. Right. So you don't believe any of it. But here you are also telling us that you got double vaccinated. What is going on here? So you don't believe in COVID, but you believe in taking the vaccine? <laughs> Why did I say it like that? The vaccine for something that you don't believe in? We're... Okay, hold on. Now, if I take two, and I times it by five, and then I divide by seven, and then I have a remainder of one and a half. But if I carry my one... And I, I do the yeah see when I did when I did the math the math ain't mathing up my nigga what the fuck are you talking about and then to put the cherry on the fucking icing on the cake you don't know what heat does to things like plastic you do not know that you cannot put plastic in a motherfucking dryer how old are you sir 
old enough that you should know that plastic doesn't go in a dryer. It's when niggas say shit like that that makes me think that niggas is not doing their own laundry. It should be shit like that. That you, how do you not know this? That's something a twelve-year-old knows. I, I just don't want anyone over the holidays to get beat up at any store because they feel like they can talk to the staff any kind of crazy way. My part-timer was telling me a story. Just not even Monday. I think it was last week, or no, it might have been earlier this week. It might have been Monday. And my fr- my part-timer was telling me how he didn't want to take a hat back from this lady because I guess it was dirty. It was makeup all in it. It's a $60 hat. We're not taking that shit back, right? And she like called him, uh, uh, she called him a faggot. She was on the phone and she's like, yeah, this faggot's not taking my return back. I'm telling you, even the, even women, there are some women who will punch you dead in your square in your nose. Have your shit all kinds of gushing out. Moral of the story is don't, 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 let's not go to these people's stores and start acting an ass. Let's not do that. Because you're better than that, right? You're better than that to go somewhere in a public... You were raised better than that. Let me speak to your motherfucking parents, man. Let me speak to your parents. So I can let them know that you're out here embarrassing them. That they tried their best to raise you as a decent human being. And here you are acting an ass in Old Navy. This is why, honestly, I feel I feel like I've said this on the podcast before, but I would love to start a petition that enforces a bill that becomes a law that says any child, that means of uh, well, I guess sixteen and older, if you're if you don't have any prior record of employment, your first job should be legally should be must be because must I found out is a legal term must. Be a customer service related job. Why you ask, Bunzi? Well, I'm going to fucking tell you why. Shut the fuck up and take notes. People who work customer service, when they go out into the world, they're not terrible people. It's just that simple. I work customer service, so I know that when I'm dealing with someone at their own store, A, I'm not going to be a fucking idiot with my words. Let's start there. Because the one thing that is, a, I think the biggest pet peeve to most people who work um, customer service are people who don't know how to speak properly. People who don't know how to ask the questions that they normally need to ask. You know what I mean? Like, you got to have the wherewithal to know to ask the question and how to ask it so that the person you're asking understands it. Second. Know how to carry yourself in a public place. Don't walk into a store. Don't be loud. Don't be talking over the music that's playing in the store loud as a bitch already because you feel like you have to. Don't be that person who comes in playing music on your phone (coughs) because you feel like, (coughs) oh, shit. (coughs) Excuse me. God damn it. Because you feel like you want to hear your own music over the store music. Don't be that person. Don't be that person who comes in and demanding things. Bitch, you don't own nothing in here. Don't have the attitude that customer is always right. I think in 2021, that phrase should be reworked just a little bit. I think the phrase should be, the customer is always an idiot. 
I'm not even trying to be funny because we are idiots. We don't know anything about the store. I mean, even if we did know something about the store, we don't know everything there is to know about the product. So make sure that when we are uh, in public and we're being, we're trying to, uh, what's the word? Have these interactions with people who work somewhere and it's a customer service related, be a fucking decent human being is what I'm asking. And I think if people from a young age have the understanding of what it's like to work a customer service job, that they will then go into the world as a functioning, better adult. That you're not just being shitty to people because they don't have your size in something. Do you know how many times that champs I've heard? Oh, I'll never shop here again because your stock is just garbage. Or I'll never shop here again because your inventory, or sorry, your selection is garbage. Oh, you didn't call enough stores to, for me to figure out where this hat was, so I don't like your customer service. Therefore, I'm going to complain. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good for you that you took your Twitter fingers and wrote a review. Okay. I hope you feel better now. I hope I hope you get all red lights for the rest of your life when you're driving. Just red light after 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 red motherfucking light. Because people like you are terrible people. <laughs> <laughs> and you deserve to have nothing but all the bad things happen to you. <laughs> like I just it's it's such a it's such a uh, uh, an entitlement ego thing. You know, to expect that you're going to go somewhere and have them bend to your rules and to for them to bend to what you want. Also, another petition that I want to start. There needs to be at least one day in the year. Personally, I think it should be Boxing Day. But there should be one day of the year where people who work customer service um, and deal with the general public day to day that the person who works, the employee, sorry, sorry, the employee should be able to talk to these fucking dumb customers or any customer for that matter, any kind of crazy way and not have any type of reprimands, repercussions, problems, none of that. You just have to deal with the cussing and move on to the next door. Because I think, you know what I honestly think? I think having... Be having um, customer service retail workers being able to talk any kind of crazy way to dumb customers and really just any customers. I think that'll straighten the fuck out of everybody. One day of the year. One day of the year. 24 hours. Fuck, it don't even need to be 24 hours. Just give us 12 hours. Where if a customer says, oh, I'm going to, I want to file a complaint. You can look at them and say, go fuck yourself. And really, there's nothing that they can do about it. They can't call head office. They can't call HR. They can't make a formal complaint anywhere. Just one day of the year. Just one. Because, I, you know, the amount of years that I've worked customer service, I feel like there's not much that protects employees and employees. You know, you know what I mean? There's not much that, that protects employees. Me as a manager, I try to do my best to protect my employees in terms of any type of physical altercation, right? That's That's the best I can do. But when it comes to um, like incentive, there are not many stores that offer a, a, a very, I guess, well thought out incentive that benefits the employees. So I think that there needs to be a day where we can just take out our frustration on customers. <laughs> I, I, you know, and I named the last episode Frustration Station, and I feel like I should have saved it for this one because that would be the greatest name for that type of uh, law, law regulation, that type of bill called Frustration Station. Because it's just insane to me that you think that 
as the uh, the the purchaser that you can just talk to anyone without any respect, without any human decency, and they you could just come at their neck for absolutely anything. And to me, that's absolutely nuts. Because if you come in the lids talking spicy, you won't get spicy back. That's that's all. Because I don't want to fight none of you niggas. A lot of you niggas is hoes and want to keep guns on you. We know that already. No, now one of you niggas want to fight. It's all about shooting now. But anyways, let's. I don't want this podcast to get too dark, guys. We've been talking for a little bit. We've played some great music. You guys have stuck around as per usual. I appreciate it and I love you. This is um I I think I had mentioned earlier that this is the 29th episode. Is that where we're at now? Let me double check, man, cuz I just want to make sure my numbers be right. You know, I I can barely count. Yeah, man, this is the 29th episode, man. This is uh This is pretty dope. I'm almost at 30, man, and I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. Every week, you guys are here fucking with me. You're making me part of your day, making me part of your drive. You might be turning me on before you go to sleep. I don't know. Whatever it is, thank you. I can't, I can't express my gratitude enough. Um, I fucking did the, the Spotify wrap-up for the podcast this year. Um, and it was a big deal, man. They, like put a bunch of stats i want to i want to go through it again man i want to just uh just kind of kind of wrap up the not really really wrap up but i kind of want to just give uh, list off some of the accomplishments that have kind of come with bunsy's corner this year man remember when we started with bunsy's podcast we didn't know what the fuck we was doing with that name <laughs> and then we made the switch to bunsy's corner man and you guys have been rocking with me ever since um the 2021 wrapped um from spotify uh you know dro- i dropped the first episode this year you know that which was pretty dope um you know, that was pretty good. Actually, no, I don't want to do this now. <laughs> I don't want to do this now. I want to do this closer to uh, to the new year. Um, I haven't decided whether or not I'm going to give you guys a Christmas episode. I might just take that time off. Uh, even though, like, for me, like, this podcast is really like a fucking therapeutic session for me. So I can just get shit out. So I'm probably still going to give you guys a Christmas episode um, and a New Year's episode. Um, but as always, guys, thank you. Uh, thank you for fucking with me. Thank you for making me part of part of your day. Thank you for um, uh, listening to a nigga ramble, man. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. Shout out, Jay-Z. Um, Till next time, y'all. Uh, episode weekly. Y'all already know what the vibes is. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me everywhere that you can think of. Uh, and the handle is Bunsy, B-U-N-S-I-E-E. Uh, that's it, man. I'm going to holler at y'all, man. Peace.